welcome to Creeping It Real, the show where we watch the scary things so you don't have to. This time we watched the 2021 movie Willy's Wonderland starring Nicolas Cage. I am Michelle and today I'm joined by Lou. Hello. And Alex. Hey. So those not familiar with the way we do this show, we are going to spoil the absolute crap out of this movie. So if you haven't watched it yet, just be warned, you're, you're going to know what's happening. Uh, we're going to tell you everything. So with that said, we have Alex ready to tell us literally everything about this movie. Everything I can remember about this movie. So uh, <laughs> let's start with our protagonist, uh, the very heroic uh, janitor played by Nicolas Cage. He uh, drives into a small town and there are those uh, little hedgehog spikes uh, just laid down, the like strip spikes for, for the tires. Uh, messes up his car. Uh, this really shady mechanic uh, tows his car to the shop and says, I'll have it fixed by tomorrow. Uh, but you can't pay with a credit card. You need to pay cash. Oh, you don't have cash? Well, guess what? I've got a friend who owns a, uh, like a Chuggy, Chuck E. Cheese-ish establishment. You just have to stay there the night and clean. And then uh, by morning, you can take your car and, and, you know, split. So without saying anything, the janitor agrees. And, uh, and, and that's uh, his act one. Uh, at the same time, another character, Liv, is trying to set fire to this establishment, and it's called Willie's Wonderland, by the way. Uh, so she, she douses it with gasoline, but she's picked up by Sheriff Lund and, um, and, and just, just left in a trailer, handcuffed uh, for the night, because uh, apparently the sheriff thought that was the way to deal with a teenage girl trying to commit arson. And so that is also her act uh, one uh, completed. Or, until her friends show up, a gaggle of teenagers to break her out. And you got every single trope in, in, in these, a really nerdy, shy kid who, who likes her. You got, uh, who wasn't there? The, the, the sex bot femme uh, played by Kaylee Cohen. I, I, I know her. Yeah, real sick over here, but, uh, but, but, but I, I, I know her. Uh, and it, it, just it, every single stereotype you can imagine for, for a teen, they're there. And uh, they're planning to go back to Willy's Wonderland to finish the job of just torching it down because apparently this is the only night they can do it. I just made that up. They could do it any night, but this is the one night they decided to do it, which just so happened to have Nicolas Cage cleaning uh, and taking his prompt breaks because once the break uh, happens, he, go he runs over to the break room, plays with a pinball machine, Chugs down an energy drink because he has to. No, it's a pop. It's a pop. It's not an energy drink? No, it's it specifically says pop on it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wow. I know. Okay, so it's a pop. Wow. Well, it's his it, it fuel because uh, he is attacked all night by the uh, different uh, animatronic uh, characters in Willy's Wonderland, just individually, one by one. They try to kill him but he smashes them the hell up, just tears them apart, every single one, because it, it, it was the ostrich first, then the gorilla, uh, and, and so on and so on. But like every time he kills them, it just like tears them into pieces and puts them in a plastic bag, leaves them by the entrance. And he, he cleans up again. He continues cleaning. He, he has a singular purpose and, and he commits to it. At the same time, uh, the teenagers show up 
they break in because Liv decides to break in by herself. And then uh, the, the, the other teens think, hey, we shouldn't leave her there by herself. And they kind of stumble in accidentally. And uh, yeah, they, they confront the janitor who does not want to leave. He, he doesn't say why. He doesn't speak, by the way. Like no words come, come out of his mouth. He just, uh, he stays uh, because he has to clean because he wants his car back. And unfortunately, these animatronics start picking off the teens one by one because they split up for different reasons. Um, you know, <laughs> really awful reasons. Like a pair just ran off to have sex in, in the room where this dark satanic ritual happened. And then apparently that turns on one of them or both of them, whatever. And uh, yeah, so they're getting killed off except for Liv. Uh, Liv survived till the end, but um, I don't even know if she th- does. She get to kill one? She does get to. No. No, she doesn't. I don't, yeah. She she doesn't actually finish one. She fights Siren Sarah, and then right. the the tortoise tortoise thing, and also right. the tongue thing, the chameleon one. She fights three. Doesn't actually land the killing blow on any of those three, but she does fight three. She has her little switchblade. Okay. She stabs. Oh, right, right. The little <laughs> switchblade, which is surprisingly effective. Um, so while her friends are getting killed, Sheriff Loon, uh, who I mentioned earlier, she uh, returns uh, to the scene, uh, handcuffs the janitor because apparently he's a problem. And uh, it basically it's revealed that uh, Willie's Wonderland was run by a, a group of serial killers uh, from like, like across the, the nation. And, and I think it was one Mexican dude. Uh, and what they would do is just like kill people in their Willy's Wonderland, just, you know, several people at a time and whatever. And when, once they were found out, they committed this satanic ritual where they killed themselves. But kind of like if you've seen the movie Child's Play, their souls went into the animatronic uh, uh, creatures and, uh, and, and they continued killing people uh, despite not having the real bodies, uh, they would just go out in their animatronic bodies and you know murder and stuff, murder, death, kill. And so the owner of Willie's uh, Wonderland uh, came up with a pact with uh, Willie, who's uh, I guess the weasel. I guess he's you know, Willie's a weasel, uh, is the, the the main animatronic. And uh, basically, the plan is that he will have people working there almost every night. Any strangers that come into town. He'll direct them over there to clean, to be the janitors, but you know, they can, the animatronics can run roughshod on them and just kill them, do whatever they want because they're still sick. Uh, yeah, until the janitor comes across them, the janitor keeps killing them, killing them, killing them. Unless it's his break time, then he's, he's, gotta, he's gotta go, you know, then he's gotta split because uh, that happens. Uh, well, I think Liv was about to get killed by, uh, was it the siren? I think it was the, uh, the chameleon one. The chameleon, yes. Yeah. The so, chameleon had just killed Chris, like the guy who had a crush right. on her. And she's That's like right. ready to fight it with the janitor. And the janitor's <laughs> like watch goes off and he's like, here's your knife. <laughs> well, he doesn't say that. He just hands her the knife and then leaves. So. And leaves. <laughs> so, um, right. And and when, when, when Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Lund uh, ties up the janitor, it, he, he just like starts beating up two animatronics with, with his legs until he just snaps off the, the whatever he, his vines. 
and he continues killing until it's uh, him and the weasel. He kills the weasel, and uh, yeah, and, and then he leaves. He gets his car back and drives off, and Liv joins him because, oh, uh, secret origin of Liv. She was one of the few who entered the, the town along with her parents. Their cars uh, got mangled, and her parents had to clean the Willie's Wonderland. Obviously, they got killed, but Liv, uh, the sheriff, uh, kind of fell for Liv, you know, fell in love with the little girl and decided to raise her and but keep her safe. And uh, yeah, that's Liv's origin. So she, she harbored this resentment for years and all of a sudden, you know, one random night that Nicolas Cage showed up, she was going to set, set it ablaze. Uh, yeah, and it ends with uh, them driving off, re really awkward ending because uh, Liv just joins a total stranger who doesn't talk and uh, hasn't even mentioned his name. And uh, they just drive off into the sunset. Well, while running over uh, the one last animatronic left. And yes, did, did Willie's uh, explode? No, it was a car that exploded outside of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so Willie's Wonderland is still uh, <laughs> still around, but the animatronics are dead as far as I know. Yeah, as far as I can guess. And uh, yeah, that is the movie. Did it do it justice? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. It's, that's, that's a movie. That's a movie. So uh, let's start off with just general, what did we all think of it? So whoever wants to share that first, go ahead. I, I can start. Um, it is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous, but I did have a really good time with this movie. Um, I didn't like the parts where they started explaining like the origins and stuff. I thought that just kind of slowed the movie down a bit for me. But anything where Nicolas Cage just beats up the animatronic uh, animals, I loved it. It's just amazing. It reminds me sort of kind of the goofiness of the entire thing, like uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Uh, if you've ever seen that series, that's that's what it reminds me of. And uh, yeah, what did you guys think? Okay, I'll 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 go. Um, you know, my problem with it is a, a couple things. Uh, number one. So I'm not a film major, film, I haven't studied film or anything, but like for a movie to convince me that the directing is bad, it's gotta be really bad. And like, I noticed a few things in the movie that's like, oh, oh my God. For, for one, and, and I'll start with an obvious one. It, I have it right here, 18 minutes and 17 seconds. Nicolas Cage is cleaning and he's got the Band-Aid right on his cheek before he gets the cut, before it happens. And, and it's like, dude, don't you have editors to do this? Like, you, you know, and, and, and that, that's just one thing. Like at that point, I'm like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> uh, but, but even prior to that, the opening, opening scene where you sort of establish there's something going on. Uh, they have just a random no-name couple uh, getting killed by the, you know, the animatronics. Uh, and... Liv's parents, those are Liv's parents. Oh, oh, were they? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, Liv's parents are getting killed. Uh, but like the problem is like the way it was filmed it's like we know the concept before going in like we know the conceit like happening we, we know it's goofy and everything to not even show a silhouette or anything it, it, it's like like wh wh why are you keeping it hidden like there's really suspect like choices in the storytelling and with that said the other problem I had is that it didn't fully commit to like being what it is, just 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 like a rip roaring like ridiculous time, like they 
to me, they missed the, the boat on like having the animatronics show fear for this janitor. Like that would have been absolutely hilarious. That that would have killed me. Just just like one of them being like, or or just like shaking while Nicolas Cage is like just up there with like a broom, just something like that. You you know, have fun with it because Nicolas Cage isn't gonna talk. So and, and, and like he doesn't really express himself much throughout it. It's not his fault. Uh, so they, they really could have done a lot more to, you know, g- give off some more personality from him and, uh, and, and just ramp up the, the goofiness that, uh, that's needed for the movie. If you were going to go ridiculous, go full ridiculous and not yeah. kind of just half-ass it, which was exactly. a big problem. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I hated it so much. Though. Honestly, the reason I hate it is because like I'm a Five Nights at Freddy's fan. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm a fan. I played the first three games. I know the lore, and it was so hard to watch this when I know that there's a Five Nights at Freddy's movie coming out in 2022. It starts filming spring of 2021, and this movie just like. Obviously, the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, Scott Cawthorn, he doesn't own, like, the idea of evil animatronics. Like, that's not, you know, he doesn't own that. But some of the similarities were so similar that it was, a li- it, like, it felt a little, like, plagiarism-y. That's not a word. But you know what I mean? It felt a little ripped off of Five Nights at Freddy's. Especially because, like, Five Nights at Freddy's is a global phenomenon. Like, they make toys for it. Like when I worked at EB Games, we used to sell little plushies of it. I'm like, how are these children who are buying these plushies ever played this terrifying game? It doesn't make sense. But it was like this big thing. So when I see just this setup, like it is exactly Five Nights. Like the original Five Nights, you're playing as a night security guard with no name, no words, no personality. Your thing is to, yeah, literally. You don't fight. Like it's not a fighting game. It is like a protecting yourself game. You're in one room. Like it's very limited by the graphics you have to like close the door so the animatronics don't get you but like the animatronics are so similar the the first line that comes from um ozzy the ostrich is something about i'm gonna eat you that is literally chica in in five nights freddy's like chica's whole thing is that they want to eat you (laughs) like that's that's the thing the serial killers souls being in the animatronics that's five nights at freddy's as well like it was all about a serial killer being in the first animatronic and then murdering a bunch of children and now the demon children are in the animatronics like it's very similar it's very very similar so it was hard to watch for that reason and then kind of what alex had said just if you're going to be silly like go hard if they had really made this into like a grindhouse movie like go that way the first, I want to say like 25 minutes of the janitor being there where it was like this clockwork kind of thing where he kills one, takes his break, goes back. <laughs> that was great. Like that felt really good to me. And then when they try to shoehorn this like weird side story with the kids coming in and, and that's when it really fell apart because then it wasn't, it wasn't silly enough. It wasn't methodical enough. Like I liked kind of that rinse and repeat feeling. I thought it was really fun and it reminded me of a video game. And I kind of liked that about it, but then they just completely removed that. So yeah, it was just, ugh, it's disappointing. And I'm a little, like, I'm happy that this movie, I think, didn't get much recognition now that it's out. Like, I didn't hear too much about it. I heard a lot of people talking about the trailer when it first came out. Now the movie's out, no one really talks about it. And I'm glad because I don't want people to watch this movie and then watch Five Nights at Freddy's and be like, 
comparing the two because Five Nights has this expansive lore, really cool character possibilities. Like I don't know what the obviously the movie is going to be because there's like nine games at this point. But I I don't want this movie to like sour that movie for people because I think that movie is going to do it better. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so with that all said, this is, I I don't know, a dark comedy horror. Like what's what's the description of this movie? It's a horror, but what type? Do you know? Uh, According, action comedy horror. Okay. According to IMDb. So being an action comedy horror, what part of this movie kind of made it horror for you guys? Well, in a sense where if something about the movie scared me, nothing about this movie scared me. <laughs> I don't know if there's parts where it was actually trying to be actually scary, but the ridiculousness of it just kind of made me laugh and kind of giggle a lot, unless they were talking about the backstory of uh, Willie's, which was just really dumb. But yeah, nothing about this is scary at all. Uh, I, I mean, you know, the concept of like uh, serial killers banding together to open up their own shop, that, that, that's kind of creepy slash freaky, a little scary to me. Like it reminds me of uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman where there was a serial, like this isn't a big spoiler, but there's a serial, uh, serial killer convention and uh, they all go to this hotel under different names and, and, and just, you know, praise each other, talk to each other, you, you, you know, just compare notes and stuff. And, and then, like, just something like, like serial killers, like doing normal things, but like um, kind of celebrating what they do. That, that to me is like really, ugh, it really bugs me. But, but, but nothing, like none of the killings were, you know, particularly gruesome or you know heavy and nothing like that like every killing was just like eh, okay broken neck eh, okay i think though the sheriff was like split in half that was like that's mm-hmm. one really cool uh death scene yeah right you're there. right you're right yeah. yeah 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 the weasel the weasel just whap <laughs> that was pretty cool yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like i guess there was gore but even that didn't it wasn't enough or it wasn't it wasn't enough to be gory but it also wasn't not enough to like shy away from it if that makes sense like it it was inconsistent I would say in how much gore there was because when he's killing the animatronics he's getting covered in oil and grease and dirt and grime <laughs> and then characters are dying like humans are dying and it's not that messy which except for the sheriff I would say was the messiest and he was even <laughs> uh, the janitor Nicholas Cage was alarmed that he got sprayed with blood whereas anytime he got sprayed with oil he didn't react at all and I thought that was kind of funny but <laughs> I thought it was actually going to be a lot more jump scare heavy because the first movement we see of the animatronics right before like they attack is with the ostrich and he like does one of those jump scare moments right behind the janitor where he's like suddenly right there and I honestly like I don't love jump scares but I feel like that would have worked really well in this movie to like have them more creeping in the background showing up suddenly like something like that because it just it didn't I don't know it didn't work like not it didn't do anything to for me at, at all in the horror realm because at least a good jump scare whether you're you know scared of animatronics or not like a good jump scare can still get you because it's still surprising and I feel like that could have been a route they they took but it did not so um, I was honestly expecting jump scares for it but I was like it just never really happened yeah, yeah. 
So with that said, did you have a favorite like scare or favorite moment of the movie? Yeah, I, I have a favorite moment and you guys uh, were talking about it earlier too. It's uh, one of the times where, uh, sorry, what was the girl's name again? Liz? Liv? Liv. Liv. She was fighting and Nicolas Cage shows up, just kind of puts up his hand and then his alarm beeped. <laughs> so he had to do his thing and he gave uh, Liz a knife and he just kind of went back to drink his pop and play the, the game. I was like, it was just so uh, ridiculous that I was just like, I, this is the part that I loved. Even though it was just, ugh. Yeah. 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 You, you know what? That was probably the most memorable scene because it, like, it made me think like if there were more scenes like this, then it would have been a, uh, like a Absolutely, better Absolutely, yeah. 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 Just, just steer right into it. Steer into the absurdity of it all. Mm-hmm. Um does anybody else like have a theory why he doesn't talk like like is this like a meta commentary on like this is your video game this is a silent protagonist this is this is the character who like you're supposed to be and 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 like you have your missions in front of you but you're not talking but, like to, to me that's what i thought of it as having not played friday night at freddy's yeah i that's exactly five nights like the protagonist doesn't speak oh, and is just a you don't even see them at all yeah um, so to me, that's what it felt like, which I had, I honestly okay. had no problem with, though I would have loved like a one-liner at the end from him or something like that. I feel like that would have, I don't know, been like, yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> Even at the end, yeah. it was like, you come in or, or something, you know? Yeah. 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 But nothing, we get nothing from Nick Cage. Oh, yeah, Nick just Cage. like a good old like F-bomb, like F this place or something like yeah. that would have been good, <laughs> I think. But what was, so what was your favorite, Alex? Did you... Uh, it, it, it probably would have been the same thing, but, uh, but, but, but it, 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 it's just like w- w- with the, the asterisk that like, it all should have been more like this, the, the, the singer's like, oh, it's a break time. Got to go. Yeah. I, I don't, surprising nobody. Uh, my favorite was the goriest animatronic death, which was the death of the gorilla. Um, he got curb stomped into a toilet. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, the bathroom one. The, yeah. yeah, the first two animatronic fights were really aggressive, and they started so strong. And I, I liked that. Like, if we're gonna make it this grindhouse, this grimy, this like fighting wildness, let's do it. And then from that point on, every death declined significantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. From that one, it was like you had the ostrich, which was a solid death. Like he he murdered it with a mop, which was cool. Yeah. And then like you it peeks at the gorilla death, and then just like straight down. I don't even remember if there was anything particularly notable from Willie's death, like the final death. I don't even remember it being like any better or more exciting than the others. So nope, first two yeah. first two deaths were were the were the best ones. No, yeah. I just I liked that scene because like the the whole bathroom scene was silly. Like it was like, yeah. oh, it's stolen by yeah. da, 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 da. Like that, <laughs> that worked really well. It was really funny. It was establishing this like silliness to yeah. it. That just, oh. I don't know. Just that did one you notice, thing. Did you notice how he just like literally appears? The only place he's hiding is off camera because like he opens the door, but he's like, he should be right there. Yeah. And he still swings. You don't the notice cage. the big old gorilla on the ceiling? How? <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's the thing like if if you want to make it silly like that like the suspension of disbelief like i'm here for it but you need to commit yeah. to that and make it all that silly that's right like oh uh, 
So I think this will probably be the easier part, but what was your least favorite scene of the movie? Uh, I'll, I'll go. And, and it's like, I, I think I understand why uh, they decided to put in the teens in the movie. And that's like to humanize, to, to, to care about the people that are going to get killed. Plus you actually get to see people getting killed. Uh, and, and in that sense, it reminds me like, like, is this going to turn into like an 80 slasher, like Friday the 13th? It's like, okay, I, I, I could deal with that. Um, but it, it kind of didn't because like none of the deaths were particularly eh. like so, so so like the one scene is is the quote-unquote sex scene the fully clothed sex scene because like like I said if it was the 80s we would have seen boobs and it would have been like dirtier it would have been like all out like 80s but like it, it was like really weird and just like raunchy just for the sake of raunchy uh and 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 like I don't even remember how they died I think the crocodile ate the dude's head and like well there wasn't much she blood. died like, off no... screen like we didn't even see right. her get yeah, murdered. the dude got bit but then she right just was dead yeah yeah and, and like there's no crunch from his head or any like nothing nasty it was just like wow and and that was it like like hungry hungry hippos like like really nothing so so it was that it, yeah it, it it was like yeah it, it wasn't mature enough it wasn't gory enough it it, it just showed that like they, they weren't committing everything kind of just that had to explain something i just really hated so uh when the first i guess death nicholas cage just looking it was is again i keep repeating the word but it was just ridiculous and i just thought that they were gonna lean towards that because if anything i was gonna compare it to ash versus the evil dead who just goes full ridiculous right then once it started almost like let's give this a bit of heart kind of with a this is the backstory and uh, like Alex was explaining earlier, the kids so we could care for somebody's deaths. And I'm just like, ah, oh, no, just stop. Just, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm like, what's my least, like actual least favorite scene? Cause there's a lot that I just didn't love about it. I think probably my least favorite scene would actually be the very end where we see uh, Sire and Sarah get vengeance on the dude who owns the place and the mechanic why i'm sorry like the janitor slash nicholas cage has been so thorough he he murders dismembers pulls out their circuit boards <laughs> pulls out their gears and their their throat yeah. and their spines and yet somehow he doesn't actually kill this one just so we can get that like last minute scare like not even scare i don't know what it was where we see these two characters like she she shows i forget what her line is she gets this one line atrocious like she was my least favorite of all the animatronics because like she's so clearly played by a human like it didn't have that otherworldly like robotic feel to it at all she was way too human and just the the worst animatronic by far so i hated that she was the one that survived they would have liked it to have been like maybe the the chameleon looking one with the tongue whatever i forget what her name was um at least she was interesting like she tried to convince the other kid and she was good and I don't know like that was interesting but they picked the worst one to give her extra screen time and I hated her and that was stupid (laughs) (laughs) so with all that being said are there any like last minute like things you want to say about the movie at all before we score it Uh, Um, I guess I was just describing in general what I hated but I forgot to mention my favorite uh the my the scene that I 
hated the most, uh, my least favorite was, I guess, kind of the sex scene. I don't know if you call it a sex scene where it, it was so cheesy. It was like, is it just me or is this turning y'all? <laughs> God. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want to add, which is a stupid line. Uh, Liv kind of uh, bugged me. She was she she, she was like really annoying. I, I I like she had this one uh, monologue, and like it was like the pitch of her voice, and like her whistling of the s's. Like like I like, it it was just I'm like stop talking, stop talking, stop. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's me. Hopefully it's not too mean, but but it's just that it it, it was it was really grating on me that like you're not saying anything worthwhile. Just, just stop. Why did you go in there and by yourself with a switchblade? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of her, did you yeah. catch just the worst line from her of? He's not locked in here with them. They're locked oh. in here with him. <laughs> the old Rorschach. Uh, yeah, Rorschach, the good old Rorschach. Uh, yeah. Not even delivered properly. Also makes no yeah. sense for her to even say that. Because that implies you're trying to protect the animatronics. Like you're telling the sheriff, no, let him out. Because it's not a bad thing that he's in here. He's going to murder these animatronics, which is what she wants. So why would she... I don't, right. I didn't get the motivation of that line. And I just like, I was cracking up. Not because it was funny, but because it was stupid. With all that being said, let's get a score out of five and who we would recommend it to. Uh, I, I can go first. Uh, for what it, for what it was, uh, the first, I guess, 25 minutes was kind of really enjoyable for me. Just Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, which is kind of funny to say because we, we, we forget that this guy won an Academy Award for Best Actor <laughs> back in 1996, and he just sort of kind of, from there, just it just goes down. But uh, I'm going to give this a two, and I don't know who I would recommend this to, but if you're just Nicolas Cage fans, if you want to keep seeing him do more ridiculous things, this is for you. Yeah, like on the topic of Nicolas Cage, like since the, since like Ghost Rider, I want to say he he has just been banking on uh, movie producers wanting Nicolas Cage and nothing more than just a Nicolas Cage performance. So it's like he just keeps pumping them out. Um, and with uh, Willie's Wonderland. Like I just recently watched Mandy and Color Out of Space, and and this movie's closer to Mandy, but M- Mandy w- w- was like really, um, I, 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 it was like really weird. Like, like like the story wasn't very coherent, or maybe it was just me, uh, but it it had an amazing performance by Nicolas Cage. Like, sure, he's being Nicolas Cage, but he is being insane in Mandy. This movie, he's not being in, insane. If you're a Nicholas Cage, can, uh, sorry, a Nicholas Cage <laughs> fan, watch this movie because uh, you, you'll just get more of him. But he's not—he's uh, not full throttle. Uh, and the score I would give the movie is probably also a, another two. Like I was thinking that number two. Um, to be different, I'm going to give it a 1.5. No, I was debating between a 1 or a 1.5. This movie truthfully just sucked for me. I really did not enjoy, like, real not, not enough to 
ever watch it again that's a big for sure not even to revisit my favorite scenes like I wouldn't um in terms of who I would recommend it to um probably I think this could be a good movie for people who are not horror fans but want to like say they watched a horror movie if that makes sense or like you know like you know you're having your friends over for Halloween and well (laughs) in another world when it's not COVID having your friends (laughs) over for Halloween and half the group doesn't like scary movies perfect this would be a great movie to like watch laugh at make fun of like enjoy in a group setting but besides that I wouldn't say like yeah you should definitely watch this movie like it's a great movie to ignore during a party (laughs) that's what I think well said So, with all of that being said, this has been Creeping It Real. We watched Willy's Wonderland. I'm Michelle. I've been joined by Lou and Alex. Thank you so much for watching. Check out our socials.